Welcome to Heidi's Lemonade Stand, where we celebrate the triumphs of people who have overcome their own life's challenges and made our world better. People who have taken life's lemons and made lemonade. I am Heidi, your host. Thank you for joining me. Brianna, welcome to the Lemonade Stand. I'm so excited to talk to you. Tell me three things about you. Let's see. I am um, I'm a gerontologist. Uh, I got my master's in gerontology just uh, um, in the summer. And then I'm also a counselor for AFEMA and Utah Department of Human Services group for COVID-19 called Utah Strong Recovery Project. I'm also, uh, let's see, I'm also passionate uh, researcher uh, for for like geriatrics and uh, the geropsychiatric parts of uh, gerontology. What is that? Explain that. Um, It's the study of aging. Okay. And it's interdisciplinary. So really any types of uh, subjects can go into gerontology. Okay. And you can learn about all kinds of things about aging, nothing specific. Correct. Yeah, that's fascinating. That's so great. And the other things you're involved in, and I think that's how I heard this article about you and what you were doing at Christmas time and why I wanted to hear more of your story, because it really sounds like in this time with COVID and all the missing our loved ones and different things that are going on with different people and their health and, and the deaths of the elderly, I'm sure you have a lot that you've been having to deal with more recently. Yes. Yeah. We've been very busy as, uh, as Utah Strong Recovery Project. And um, we kind of have a little bit of a freedom to put our own strengths and passions into this project. I kind of, I did take a lemon and make lemonade because I absolutely, um, you know, love my field. I went out, searched for, um, you know, assisted living centers, nursing homes that were uh, struggling with uh, giving their residents some form of happiness and uh, celebration during that time. And I know they're not allowed to go out of uh, the, um, the home themselves and so or see their families. And so I went and I started kind of doing my uh, own ideas of how we could celebrate the holidays for them. Okay. So what did you do to turn that lemon to lemonade? I, um, with my program, I got some uh, window markers. I also spent so much time with my fiance too at night, just kind of like making a bunch of decorations to put on the outside of the windows. I went to uh, to the VA nursing home to very like let's see we went to three three or four nurse uh, nursing homes and living centers and decorated their um, outsides of the windows. I gotta say the window markers were so great, but we did put a lot of time and effort into making. Uh, different decorations and paper. I recruited 
also some um, volunteers to come with me. And um, not a, not a lot, but um, just just a few. Whenever I contacted the uh, nursing home or the assisted living center, um, they were so happy to hear that somebody wanted to help them decorate the facility because they were just so overwhelmed. They don't have that much um, time on their hands because they had to get rid of some um, some workers, uh, like getting rid of their activities directors. And then also the nurses are just doing all that they can, you know, so it was so happy to hear that, you know, that a volunteer from the outside will decorate the outside. And, and then we went and uh, it was so nice to actually see them from the inside out or the outside in. Um, and when we were, you know, drawing um, different uh whether it was a tree, they would point at it and be like, you know, th th just their expression on their face was just so heartwarming. It was so wonderful. You so know, you knew yeah. right at the moment you were making their day and giving them something. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. That's so yes. Great. Uh huh. That's so and great. so many people would come back to the window and they, they again would point at what we would be drawing and or writing on the window backwards, which was <laughs> hard, but, um, and so, some were memory care and holy cow, did, I got to say that was my favorite part was memory care because they were just kind of like, you could tell jumping with joy that there was actually somebody there uh, to interact with even though it's through uh the window you could kind of speak with them through the window uh they could hear us you could tell that they have you know they've been inside all day or for months for, a long, for, for months yeah. yeah yeah so uh it was just so nice oh yeah and you did that right before christmas yes it was right before christmas it okay. was a couple it's like two weeks before christmas and and now we're going to be trying to do a, again a Valentine's Day one. Nice. Oh, that's a great idea. That's a really great idea. And I'm thinking now, just hearing this, why don't I go to Grandma's nursing home and do that on her window? This is like a great idea that I never even mm -hmm. thought of because I know it was actually hard for her if we'd come visit and not be able to come in and hug and sit down. And she says, "Don't torture me by coming to the window." You know, I'm just gonna wish mm -hmm. I could be with you all. And so yeah. we did go see her at, at Christmas and she opened her door and we could say hi, but, um, this might be really fun for Valentine's. That's a great idea. Cause they're still yeah. going to be locked up a little bit. Yeah. Longer. Yeah. I think, uh, everybody, you know, during these like different holidays, um, you know, this is still kind of going on. And if you're thinking about, you know, what to do and, uh, for the, uh, for the future, like for Valentine's Day, um, and you are looking for some social connection in your lives, you know, call your local, some local, uh, you know, long-term care facilities in your uh, community. 
ask if you can do something like this. You can buy, these are just Crayola window markers um, and they stay on the window for quite a while. And they, let me tell you, they, these long-term care facilities love it. Um, and they will like schedule you to even do like a nice open sitting window. Like, so if they, uh, like where they eat or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, bring like your, your family and, and go do it. It's, yeah. it's a lot of fun. I love that. That's a great idea. So was there anything in particular that, I mean, you obviously study this study aging. Was there something mm-hmm. that actually really interests you about it or that made you think of this or anything that happened that made you really want to do this particular thing? Well, uh, I think we always uh, study, you know, art and aging and um, also music and aging and how much it influences the aging process and um, brings out memories, uh, helps with dementia. Um, So I, I definitely, while I was doing it, I definitely saw that just like I was saying, you know, they would point at like the for the some memory care and even in the non-memory care they would you know point at the pictures and be like they knew exactly Mm -hmm. what I was drawing and um they were kind of pointing out what they wanted me to draw next and I think that's really good for the aging mind and if we're really also focusing on some mental wellness here for all of us, it's not great to be locked up all inside for a long period of time, um, especially alone. Each facility is different of, of what their restrictions are compared, you know, depending on how bad it is for that facility. Having somebody there on the outside um, even though there's that barrier of the window, like I said, you, they can kind of hear you, you know, and, and even just seeing a face, you have that social connection that your, your mental wellness goes up so much. It, it is much better for, for them, for you too. Yeah. That's what that's I was thinking. You. It sounds like it yeah. was for both sides. It helps for everybody. both sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Service really is the way to get yourself out of any kind of hard time you might be going through or kind of a pity. And Mm -hmm. so doing something for someone else is really the key to that. And so that's what I was wondering, kind of, I think with you more, it's more the study of it and it's your job to work with aging people. And so I think Mm -hmm. it was more kind of a natural, like, I want to do something more for them. Yes. I, well, I just love doing it. It's just something that I search for uh, what I can do next. Um, And it's not just for, you know, older adults, but for everybody, um, which is why I'm on Utah Strong Recovery Project. And yeah, tell me more about that. What do you do with that? So it's, it's a uh, organization that, uh, that is supported by um, FEMA and SAMHSA and then also it's run by Utah Department of Human Services. We are really trying to push, you know, mental wellness in, in the community of Utah. We try to outreach all over Utah and um, we have 
uh, like for me, I, I am on a COVID testing site. So there's quite a few people that um, come to get tested and have a lot of questions, a lot of um, they're scared, fear, yeah. um, feared they haven't been seeing anybody. So Lonely. I can tell, yeah. yeah, I can tell when there's like tears in their eyes and I start talking to them and they just say, oh my gosh, it's so nice to talk to somebody. I also help with uh, them signing up with resources and finding those resources. Um, it can be so hard, especially if you're not good with technology um, that can add stress onto your lives. Uh, I help with that um, at the COVID testing site. And then I'm also on, um, we have a call line or um, a crisis line of our own. And uh, I pick up all of uh, the calls that uh, come, come in. And um, we have a team of 40 plus counselors and we do psychological first aid uh, on those calls and then we can also help them with yeah resources questions and more so wow mm -hmm. wow that's a lot to to take on every day to help these people that are so scared and lonely so how do you keep yourself from getting scared and lonely you know I think I have I have to remind myself to do what I'm preaching, uh -huh. which yeah. is very, you know, it's not easy because I think my personality is uh, such a go-getting personality. I want to help everybody else and I forget about myself. But first, I have to tell myself to kind of take a step back, take those uh, deep breaths that are, you know, so uh, important, like breathing exercises that we learn. And then I also have uh, made sure that I've taken some time for myself every day to at, at night, I uh, Zoom with my best friend that who is across the country. And uh, she's in Massachusetts and we do like a virtual yoga session together. <laughs> yeah. And I think routine is really important. Doing the same thing every day. And so you wake up, you maybe do some exercise right before you get to work. You know, you uh, have to stay with that routine. Otherwise, if you kind of go away from the routine, then it's like building blocks. It'll all kind of start to fall apart. So that is great advice. I love that. That's really great. Mm -hmm. Seems simple, but when you're in the depths of it and when you're struggling the most routine is the thing you don't remember to do. So it's a good reminder. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It is a easy one to forget. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's weird, but we think it's something we do every day, but as soon as things get hard, we tend to just want to stay in bed and kind yeah. of forget responsibilities and routines so I know I do sometimes I yeah. there's days when I want to stay in bed but yep we, we just all feel have that. to push push yourself out and you feel so much better after yeah. that's great what a great story what great things you are doing so thank you for being there on the front lines and talking to people and mm -hmm 
giving them the peace and comfort that they need. We need more people that are willing to do that. Thank you so much for all your efforts for that. I just want to uh, say that, yes, uh, if anybody's listening from Utah and really needs some, you know, is interested in our Utah Strong Recovery Project and would like to talk to us, um, they can always call us at uh, 385-386-2289 and we can help them like do exactly what I did and um, whether it's they're interested in doing some community work and um, they can express that to us and we can kind of set something up for them just like going out and to an assisted living center and that that's what they need to kind of help recover or if it's just somebody that they need to talk to we're here so I love that I will post that phone number on the podcast Mm -hmm. as well so that people will have that information and people are there 24 7 uh seven to seven uh seven seven days a week seven to seven okay That's great. That's good. That's a good amount of time Mm -hmm. to help people. Okay. So people can call that if they want to help volunteer or if they need help and talk to a therapist or or a counselor, somebody that will listen to them and guide them through the next steps. Yeah. We do like warm handoffs. Um, So we can, if, if we find, we do the psychological first aid and we find that somebody is really struggling after, you know, uh, you know, maybe three calls in and, and we go, okay, we're, we need to, you know, transfer you and try to find you, you know, some more help when we're gone, we will, you know, find them the resource they need. I I want to really emphasize that, that we uh, will hook them up with like a, a, you know, a routine therapist if needed. Great. Um, But we are, we are the helping hand. Yeah, you're like the ambulance arriving on the scene, and then you can hand them off to the doctor if they need it, exactly. right? You're mm-hmm. the emergency contact, and then um, try to get them through whatever rough time they're experiencing right then. If it's yes. going to be more ongoing, then you can guide them where they can go. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Oh, I love this. Thank you so much for doing this. I oh, know it's welcome. a crazy time for people right now, and I'm just glad to know that there's yeah. resources. Yes. There's always resources out there. Yes. Yes. We just need to know about them. I think, like you said, Mm -hmm. we feel so lonely and scared and especially, I love that you're there right at the test site, you know? So if people get that news, you know, they're waiting what their life Mm -hmm. is going to be soon um, one way or the other. And it's, it's it's intense to have to sit and worry about that. And especially the elderly, right? They have even more fears with it too, because they're the most vulnerable right now. So. Right. And, and yeah, we're in every County. And um, so if they recognize Utah strong, we usually have uh, our badges on and our coats on. And so definitely emphasize that, that we don't have to, you know, stay in our homes all the time. We don't have to be so scared that we have to bar ourselves up one thing, yeah, that we can do is go search for, um, I mean, and I really like to emphasize, you know, do this with your family, like your pod, your social pod. Um, 
so it's safe. And, and then you go out and do something for the community. And I think all of a sudden, like when somebody hears that they can do that, they get excited. They're like, oh, I can do that. I, I can be social on that end. And because we haven't had that feeling of being social in so long um, safely. <laughs> and, and, so, uh, and also helping people. So every single person can go out there and help a person out. So I love that. So perfectly said. Thank you. That was you're welcome. Was great. Yes. Great encouragement to just get out there and help someone else. I love that. And I'm going to call grandma's nursing home and see if I can go paint her window. So oh, thank great. you for inspiring me today as well. So, oh, good. Awesome. Thank you so much, Heidi. Keep it up. You're still here? Well, then click on the next episode to get more lemonade. One more day.